Hi everyone! Welcome to Cosmos with Cosmos. As always, I'm Einstein. And I'm Liz. I'm really Mike. See? Ah. Whoa! <laughs> I know, right? For um, those of you listening, Mike is wearing an Einstein wig and a mustache that won't stick on. That won't stay on. Um, but we gotta figure it out, so, because this is Halloween, right here. Yeah, yeah. Vampire Einstein, and I will be Vampire uh, Marie Curie. Yeah. So far is the plan. So, welcome to our final episode of the season. Yay! Yay! Season three coming to a close. Today, and if you haven't figured it out, by looking at us on YouTube, me dressed as Einstein, we're talking relativity today. And, uh, <laughs> what's the name of the show? Uh, it is, it's oh. all relative, relativity speaking. Yes, so. <laughs> all right. All right, so oh, it might get us through at least this first part. Yeah. So, no, you don't think so? All right, so before we uh, before we dive into all things relative, mm -hmm. what are you drinking? Ah, yes, I am drinking E equals MC alcohol. I forgot the name of that. Yep. And it is basically um, peach sorbet with cherry vodka, uh, white rum, and a splash of orange juice. Nice. What I do you got? I am drinking Einstein's Eclipse, which we'll talk about later, <laughs> and it has uh, cherry vodka in it with uh, uh, basically Dr. Pepper. So we're I'm going I'm going simple today. Basically, a cherry Dr. Pepper. It, adult, yeah, it's, it's basically adult an adult cherry, adult Dr. cherry Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Uh, follow us <laughs> on all the things. Drinking Cosmos on Twitter uh, and Cosmos with Cosmos on basically everything else. I, I, here, here, I'll just... Yeah, it's, that's not gonna last there either. All right. <laughs> So, uh, follow us on all the things, rate us on iTunes and wherever you get your podcast, and tell all your friends, let them know all mm -hmm, about it, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, also, don't forget to uh, join us on The Hangover, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Hangover with us. Which, um, we don't know what we're going to talk about, but it's, you know, we're going to talk about our sponsors here. We've got some sponsors. <laughs> sponsors. we got three sponsors. We have um, Wild Ixia at Etsy. Katie's, Katie's stuff, so please go check her mm -hmm. stuff out. Mm -hmm. um, great mm -hmm. art, you know, shirt Links arts. Links below. Links below if you're watching on YouTube. Oh, actually, no, if you're listening in the uh, the links below. Yeah. In the description. And I need a little bit higher. There we go. It's perfect. Not straight, but. I'm making like a, it's like, now it's like a Bill Nye bow tie. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> and uh, also. Um, uh, Mr. The Mr. Proctor Show. So go check out Ron's stuff. Uh -huh. And um, if you are in the Omaha account, Omaha, Nebraska Council Bluff area, then check out um, Jack and his Rolling Bluffs Planetarium. Hey. Yeah, he's got all kinds of shows from the Constellations of the World to all kinds of uh, shows about dark matter and, and everything else. And so. he can recommend a good beer beer bomb. Yes, definitely. How, how, do, how do people have mustaches? I just don't know. But, um, all right. I just... how, do you, how do you have a mustache? I, I, I pluck mine. <laughs> all right. I even shaved to make this work, but it's not working. Anyway, um, join us also every other Wednesday where we, we drop the shot. Um, check out we our shot We take some bite-sized... Shot size, shots of science. 
Shots of science. Shots of science. Little shots of science. A little bit. Not really astronomy, but yeah. um, little shots of astronomy. Yeah. So um, that's every other every other Wednesday. The next one is next Wednesday, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I can't remember which one it is that's coming out. We'll find out. <laughs> so as always, we we uh, we have rules. If the puppies bark, um, take a drink. Good news is Amazon's already came. already came. Uh, if there's a Star Wars reference, take a drink. Lord of the Rings reference, take a drink. And also, when the mustache falls off, we're just going to, when the mustache blo- uh, uh, bow tie falls off, then I think take it's a drink. pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's probably going to stay. <laughs> um, it also is getting that um, shirt fibers on it, and yeah. it won't stick to it. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get some professional like, face yeah. photos for Halloween. All right, we're ready. We're yeah, let's get, let's get relative. <laughs> All right. Um, also, if in the middle of the show I pull the wig off because I just can't oh, take it anymore. Oh, that's how long will he last? Take your bets, folks. I did the uh, the mohawk, the whole thing, didn't I? I don't show remember. Show plus hangover. That was a year ago. All right, so we're gonna set the stage. Yeah. Sure, okay. we're gonna talk about Einstein. All right. But we need to go back in time. Ooh, yeah, you? I know, right? So Einstein. Relativity had been known about for hundreds of years at that point. Not before like, Einstein. Not Einstein's relativity, oh. but the term relativity. Oh. Um, Galileo was the first one to come up with relativity, and basically, all relativity is is relative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, at the heart of it, that's what it is. And How many times will I make the same joke? I never, Place your bets, people. <laughs> now, I was going to put that as a drinking roll, yeah. but I figured. We'd run out of alcohol. We'd run out of drinks yeah. in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but basically, relativity is nothing more than having one person kind of uh, see through the eyes of another person to get the, the point of view of another person. And so if you have one person mm-hmm. and, you know, they're moving, and then you have another person that's moving, it's a way for the two to be able to uh, agree on time and velocity and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy of a system. And so Galileo was the first one to really okay. talk about it. And um, in classical physics, it's called a uh, Galilean transformation. So Galilean transformation. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I should name my drink that. And so it's, it's basically, yeah. I mean, it's just a way in which you can say, all right. This person is going at a certain speed. Where are they going to be in, relative to me uh-huh. in like an hour? You okay, know, and, okay, or that okay, type of thing. Okay. So, um, all right. So he's the first one to come up with it. And then, of course, the next person um, that we kind of want to talk about is Newton. Ah, uh, good old Newts. Yeah. Oh, how did the guy say his name? It was a very. Oh, Isaac. 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 Isaac Newton. Um, and so we all we we you've heard us talk about Newton. He's got. We've he, never mentioned any of these people ever before. He, Newton's got he's got you know three. No for his apples. Yeah, he's got three <laughs> obscure little laws of motion. He did some stuff with light. Um, uh, he also did something with gravity, this mysterious force at a distance kind of thing. Um, but one thing that um, that Newton, oh, excuse me, yeah, that Newton came up with was that you have space, so okay, you have space, x x y z coordinates, and but you also have time. Uh-huh. They are 
separate from each other. In, in time, what? <laughs> what did you say? Is it but equal? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but time, um, it, uh, uh, it moves at a steady state ever onward. And so it's always, time is always progressing at the same speed. One second is always one second. And um, it just does that forever. And ever. And ever and ever. And ever. Until there's no more time. Could there yes. ever be no more time? <laughs> well, could be, yeah. Okay. At least the time we know it. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and that held sway for, for hundreds of years until Einstein came and changed things around. Oh, Einstein wants to shake the pot up a little bit. He does, he does. Um, and we're going to fast forward to the mid 1800s. Um, and a guy named Maxwell, he's from England, I think, or Scotland, um, somewhere over there in Great Britain. Mm -hmm. Um, Maxwell, he basically, um, there's, there's these four equations called Maxwell's equations and they describe basically electricity and magnetism and, and how, uh, these fields interact and how currents are created by these fields and things like that. But one of the things that comes out of um, uh, Maxwell's equations is um, that light is a wave. Yes. And also the speed at which that uh, which light um, travels, mm-hmm. 186,000 miles per second. Uh-huh. Oh, so he came up with the speed. He figured out the speed. They figured out it. Uh-huh. It comes out very elegantly out of the equations um and you're able to get the speed of that wave okay mm-hmm. is this before they they figured out that light is a wave and a, a proton that or is a, before. A, 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 this is before so newton newton said that it was um it was little corpuscles corpuscles that sounds like a like something you get with smallpox or something like uh-huh. i got i got some corpuscles i gotta yeah they're a little get they're me little, a cream for they're particles basically is what he's saying <laughs> in 1600 speak so now um we need to when you, when you think of waves ocean you, ocean exactly and so you you have these beautiful uh, waves mm-hmm. that that crash upon the shore yeah. and the medium for those waves is water so the water is undulating and, and creating those waves. Um, there's also sound waves. And so if you're nowhere near an ocean, you, ex- you experience waves all the time because if somebody's talking to you, these sound waves wash up on your ear and, you know, allow you to, so at least for some of us, For those hear. who aren't hearing impaired. Yeah. Um, and so um, it was always these waves had to be in a medium. And they thought that... The, and the medium is like air in the case of sound for waves. For sound waves or water for the wa- ocean okay. waves. Uh-huh. And so they um, they thought that the light um, traveling from the sun to the earth had to be going through a so medium. A medium of space, but space is a vacuum. There's no medium there. Right. And so they called it the ether. The ether. Yeah. That's also what, like, you, yeah, sniff ether? Is that like a, I don't know, it sounds like a... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, they thought it was uh, it was um, going through the ether, and the That's ether where ghosts was the live. That's where ghosts live. Yeah, up in the ether. That's where you live now, Einstein. I know, right? <laughs> Except I'm here. I'm here today. Thanks for joining us out of the ether. 
Huh? Thanks for joining us out of the evening. Hey, you know what? My pleasure. Yeah. I'm sorry I lost my mustache. And gained an American accent. But, but you well, know, yeah. it, it happens. Um, I was uh, in the U.S. for, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I, yeah. Yeah, you can kind get of it. get it. And um, I, I'm buried here in the U.S., so. Are you really? Yeah. Where are you buried? Uh, New York, I think. Oh, shit. We gotta go see Einstein's grave. Or New Jersey. That'd be really cool. Uh, my, my mom asked, uh, do these waves really undulate, or do we just call them waves? Uh, okay, so with light waves, um, really what's going on is the electromagnetic field is oscillating. So it really, at the end of the day, doesn't need a medium, and we'll get into that. Okay. Um, so what's really going on is, is that the electromagnetic field is oscillating. And so it's not, there's, it doesn't need, it, it's medium mm -hmm. is itself. Which okay. is really kind of hard oh, to think about, okay. but as the um, as the as the electric field uh -huh. of it expands out, the magnetic field um, contracts, and and so they they do this thing where okay. they oscillate okay. uh, back and forth. So it's not like a typical like wave, like you yeah. Um, but if you were to, um, but you can kind of think of this undulation as kind of like. Um, watching waves on the ocean. Uh -huh. It's they, just, okay. yeah. It's like, it's just it's, a different. It's kind of like that. Sound waves are different. These are compression waves. And so basically, um, as a sound wave comes through, the molecules uh -huh. of the air um, compress and then uh -huh. they, you know. At this time, they're still living in that Galilean, Galilean way of thinking. Yeah. In that, um, basically that if you are on a, in a plane, okay. like, like Brandon right now, uh -huh. traveling at 600 miles an uh -huh. hour, let, let's say Brandon, uh, on this plane uh -huh. is traveling, um, 2000 miles per second. Oh, Brandon, hang on, buddy. You will get here real fast. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to overshoot. Real. Um, okay. So he is. Uh, moving away from us. Uh -huh. He's so, redshifting. <laughs> yeah, so he's moving away from us. Uh -huh. And he turns on a flashlight in the plane. Uh -huh. And so that flashlight, the light goes out at a speed of 186,000 miles mm -hmm. per second mm -hmm. uh, relative to him. Yeah. Um, however, he's moving relative to us at 2,000 miles okay. per hour away from us. Uh -huh. And so uh, according to Galileo, that light should now be... Um, uh, 188,000 miles per second for us because it's because the, we have to factor in the, the, the speed of the, of the plane, plane in yes. with it. Yes, I knew my brain was gonna explode a little bit. No, oh, you're doing great. No, you figured it out. Okay. You're doing great. Um, however, so so what they were thinking uh -huh. was hey, we can measure this. shit. We're, we're on something that's going pretty quick. The Earth? The Earth yeah, it's around, like around the, the sun. sun. And so what we should be able to do is we should create this experiment where we shine a flashlight and it, it goes through this like partially, um, this, this partial mirror. And so it ends up, the beam gets split as well. Oh, okay. And so part of it goes straight, uh -huh. hits another mirror, bounces back, and then um, the, these two beams actually come back together mm -hmm. on this 
detector. Okay, it's, it's kind of like uh, using like radar where you're shooting and bouncing. Yeah, back it's a, and you're, you're, you're splitting the beam. Uh-huh. Um, and so really what you want them to do is to come out of phase. The, you want the light, the laser to come out of phase. And it, it's what LIGO does to detect, oh, to detect um, gravitational waves. Gravitational waves. Um, Wait, what does come out of phase mean? So um, the light before it is split um, all right, so it gets split. If it's in phase, um, the crest happen at the same time and the oh. troughs happen at the same okay. time. And if they go out of, and so if you hit the detector, um, it should just be a constant bright light. Okay, um, okay. Because, the, because they are in phase. The, the crest meet with the crest, on the crest of one meet with the crest of the other, and it's in phase, and so it's a bright light. Um, Whereas if they're out of phase, perfectly out of phase, mm-hmm. then the crest of one will meet the trough of the other and they'll cancel oh, each other out oh, okay. and it'll be okay. kind of a dark, um, you won't see any light. And so what they, these two guys, uh, Mickelson and Morley, um, they conduct this experiment and they thought that if we were, if we shine this light. Is it called the M&M experiment? <laughs> For you, yes. The okay. Thank you. And so, uh, what they what they did was um, uh, they aimed it in the direction of the Earth's orbit, going around the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, they also aimed it perpendicular to that. No matter where they aimed it, it was on this little thing that could rotate. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And I believe it was on a thing of mercury that could ro- rotate. So careful. We know how they die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no matter which way, there was um, there was no change in the speed of light, um, and therefore Galileo's transformation, at least for the speed of light, is wrong. Ooh. Yes. Well, I mean, as they say, it's all relative. To- all right. So now- uh, 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 my mom asks, is that the same as when they say it refracts? I guess out of out of phase. Well, refracts refract is. Um, when the light gets bent, so this okay, is okay. Okay, so uh, yeah, and then she follows it up. Looks like it bends, but it's not looking like it bends. No, it, it, this is more. This is more reflections because okay. you're using you're using a mirror to reflect part of the light down. Actually, what they did was they reflect it, they reflected it up, so it has the exact same length of path as the other beam, um, and so it uh, so it actually gets reflected. And then hits another mirror and gets reflected back okay. down. Okay. And so it's it's more of a reflection than refraction. Refraction is is bending the light, and so it's where you get colors that come out of it. Okay. Kind of okay. Things. And that's all based on wavelengths. Yes. Of, of the light. So, um, Michael Mickelson and Morley proved that um, the speed of light is it's, always one hundred eighty-four thousand. It's constant. Yeah, it is constant. Constant. No change in it. I mean, it can go slower, or light can go slower based on the medium, stuff, the medium that it's in. The medium that it's in, yes. And it so can't light, go faster. No, the, the speed of light in a vacuum is, is 186,000 miles okay. per hour, uh, excuse me, per second. And um, any other medium is going is to be slower. Mm-hmm. Um, you still cannot pass that speed, um, no matter what medium it's in. So you can't do it yet. Or ever. Or ever. So, Mr. Einstein. Yes, guten tag. <laughs> guten tag. When I was 16 years old. Ich liebe dich. 
I love you too. I, I would butcher I've it. I've exhausted but... my German now. I've exhausted my German. I'm, I'm Shout out to it. Sasha Kriegel and, uh, shit, where's Sasha at? I can't remember. Hamburg. Hamburg for teaching us how to say I love you in German. Yes. Um, all right. So, and this is just a great story. Um, I mean, it's not really going to go too much anywhere, but... Um, <laughs> this is a great story that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> but it just... What were you doing when you were 16? Uh, my mom's watching. I don't want to say. Okay. No. What was I doing? I was... I don't know. I was hanging out with friends, watching... Yeah. Sitting on the couch, watching a TV, likely, you know, a lot of anime. Uh, yeah. Driving friends to their concerts uh, that they played in. Um, when I... 16, <laughs> Einstein was 16. Oh, no. Okay. When, uh, so, Einstein, when he's 16, uh -huh. um, he had his first real consequential thought experiment. Einstein, <sighs> Einstein loved the concept of thought experiments where you just think about he things. Just, this is what he did all day when he was 16. Yeah, and so what he thought about was, hey, what if I could go at the speed of light and catch up to a light beam? And, and he was like, what would I see? And I mean, basically, it would be that whole, uh -huh. you know, he he would see the wave, um, uh, wave action. But that led him to think about this thing, uh, this deeper, and um, it led to his early years in physics as a patent clerk. Oh yes, I remember this. Yeah, okay, yes. coming up with the special theory of relativity, which he actually built on two ideas. Now he did this in between examining, um, uh, you know, patent applications that people uh -huh. put in, in Switzerland. Um, and, and he came up with, and he was ridiculed for it, but he came up, um, he came up with three just incredible papers in 1905. How old is he at this point? Uh, 1905, I think he was born in 79, so he was like 26-ish. <sighs> Yeah, so what do we need? Would we have more Einsteins if we didn't have, like, I don't know, Netflix? Anyway. <laughs> we, we, we would have more Einsteins if education were readily available for everybody. You know? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> do we want to get into politics? No, 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 no. All right, so um, three papers without really comment on, on the first two. A Brownian motion, motion of molecules, uh, how they move. Okay. Uh, and so the second paper, which he actually won the Nobel Prize for, um, it describes the photoelectric effect. So how you get uh, everybody who's got these little photo cells that, you know, make an energy from the sun. You can thank Einstein. Oh, solar for panels. Figuring out, for solar, yeah, panels. solar panels. Thank you, you Einstein. Figure out, uh, he, he said how, how to work and, you know, uh, how... The energy that the light needs to knock off those electrons. So we could have been harnessing solar energy for like a lot longer than we have been. Oh, we just no. needed. Oh, we needed the technology you to catch up. To his. So his yeah. is was like, here's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, uh, and then of course, um, also it uh, was special theory of relativity. Yes, okay. Which is um, which involves moving in a straight line at and constant speed. So there's no acceleration whatsoever. So this is not real life situation. So I'm not driving, is what that means <laughs> in this experiment. 
Yeah, or me. <laughs> or anybody else. Um, yeah, he, he did think of all that without the electron microscope. That, that actually was in the 1950s. Shortly after his death, I think. Oh. All right, so um, it's built on two ideas. Okay. The first idea is um, that the laws of physics apply to everybody the same mm -hmm. way in the universe. Mm -hmm. So um, the laws of physics for me here are the same as they are halfway across the universe. Okay. Or the same... In a galaxy far, far away. Exactly. Or the law... Okay, yes, it's true. I forgot. Star Wars. And so, or... The same in Bend, Oregon, or okay. Italy, Italy, or, or with Brandon Obama, on a plane, or Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Yeah, He's and so the same physics. And so we're all able to, you know, make calculations and predictions about what's happening for Brandon if he spills mm -hmm. a, a drink that he probably had on the plane uh -huh. until he flies into Utah airspace and then becomes illegal, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> As soon as they reach Utah, they have to like lock the cabinets. Yeah. No more drinks, people. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's the day Sunday of Mormon Town. Um, but the second thing, and that's easy. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. Um, and the second one, which actually is revolutionary, but we see it with Mickelson and Morley, mm -hmm. is the speed of light is constant for everybody. Okay. So that means if. Um, if I shine a flashlight, I see the light at 186,000 miles per second. Mm -hmm. If Brandon shines that laser on the plane, mm -hmm. um, I still measure that light at, at, at 186,000 miles rate. per second. Yeah. Um, and but if Zugorp, 10,000 light years away, shines their flashlight the same yeah. speed. So this has amazing repercussions. These two simple things, especially the light part. Uh -huh just has amazing, amazing repercussions. The only way in which that you could have a light beam mm -hmm. travel at uh, and for Brandon on the plane, because he's going 600, uh, 400 of, miles an hour. However fast planes go. Yeah, and so um, the only way in which that you could make that light speed constant is to slow down time. So time gets dilated, and time dilation is is the thing. But so the so the light beam moves, mm -hmm. you know, with the plane, mm -hmm. um, but it's still one hundred eighty six thousand miles per second. Uh -huh. And so when you do all, I mean, the mathematics is, and we're definitely not going to get into that. Yeah, um, there's a this. little bit more than two plus two involved. Yeah. So out um, of my. <laughs> yeah, there's things called Lorentz transformations and things like that, but. Um, you basically, the only way in which you can make the, the speed of light constant is if uh, it goes a greater distance. And from our perspective, is that time has to slow down for Brandon <gasps> to make the well, speed that's why flights constant. just feel like they take forever when you're moving I know, a lot right? faster. Uh, my mom asked, how come we can't feel how fast we're going once we get to that speed? Um, because like we can't feel that we're going 700 miles per hour on a plane? Uh, yeah, because with with constant um, with constant velocity, your your body, um, I mean, is used to it. But mm -hmm. velocity really is always relative to something yeah. else. I mean, we don't feel like we're moving yet. We're moving real fast right now around the sun. 
Yeah. But I feel like I'm, I'm standing still, sitting still. See, I'm, I'm not moving. But at the same time, I'm moving real fast. Yeah, and this is called relativity because the motions are always relative, relative to something, to something else. else. Yes, there's, there's yes. The, the, the implicit um, thing for physics, anyway, is that out of those, at least really out of the first one, there are no preferred uh, reference um, coordinate systems, reference systems. Mm -hmm. So, how? I, so, from Brandon's point of view, mm -hmm. he's not moving 400 miles an hour. Um, he's actually what kind of heading, he's heading towards us now, but uh, he, he's coming towards us mm -hmm. at 400 ish miles an hour. From his perspective, from his point of view, we're actually approaching him at 400 miles an hour as he sits still. 3,500 feet above the ground. 35,000 feet above the ground. Interesting. Yeah. And so, and, and that's the crazy yeah. thing about, about relativity is mm -hmm. that, um, okay, so I'm not saying this is going to work because um, it won't work. But, um, yeah, so you're driving down the road. Okay. 75 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone. Okay, that's accurate, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> A cop shoots you with radar gun. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're white. He, he gets us with a radar gun, uh -huh. and it uh -huh. says that we are going 75 miles an hour. Whoa. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say, That's a felony. dude, I'm sitting still. You're the one that's coming at me at 75 miles an hour. You should give yourself a damn ticket. I'd like to see that hold up in court. <laughs> it won't. It won't. Just break out just all this math, and then they'd be like, uh, we don't want to deal with this. Let them off. Let them go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the cop would probably say, yeah, yeah but you're moving 75 miles an hour relative to my position or uh -huh, relative to this uh -huh, position. Uh -huh. right? so. That's why the trick is uh, get behind like a big truck or something or next yeah. to a big truck because that radar gun is going to measure the largest object moving. Unless, unless it's laser like unless sighted. It's laser. Unless it's laser sighted or whatever. Yeah. If it's laser, you're yeah, in you're trouble. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so, um, the implications are time slows down, uh -huh. but also, I, cause you gotta put these, uh, you gotta put that time, uh, what you measure for time into these, uh, transformation equations, mm -hmm. uh, links actually contract as well. And so, uh, from our point of view, if, if Brandon is on a plane that's going close to the speed of light. Uh-huh. We see that that plane actually contracts; it gets smaller. It's so smaller. not only does time <laughs> we got like a Willy Wonka situation happening, yeah, where but only getting... only in the direction of the motion. So <laughs> it's um, so not only do we see for Brandon that time mm -hmm. slows down, um, but he also gets skinnier, which he doesn't. He doesn't need, need that. He doesn't no. need that. Um, but the plane actually contracts, so it's not as long from our perspective. Uh -huh. It yeah. also seems to rotate a little bit. Um, and so we're able to see kind of around it a little bit oh, as wow. well. Um, but also, Brandon. <laughs> but Brandon is also heavier, which is what he needs. He needs a little bit more mass. And so the faster you go, um, the more mass you uh, pick up. You get more mass in. What? But why? Because you're still made of the same amount of stuff. So why do you get heavier then? Oh, I stumped fancy physics, man. Well, it all comes down to conservation of energy. Ah. And so it's um, in conservation of energy. So basically, kinetic energy is related to your mass. 
Um, and it's also kinetic energy is equal to uh, one half um, in, in Newtonian physics. One half okay. um, uh, your mass divided by two times uh, the velocity. I don't think it's squared, but it might be squared. MV, MV squared. Um, yes, it's MV squared. Momentum is um, MV. So, um, yeah, so if you are changing, velocity is related to distance and time, so if you're changing that, your mass is also going to change. And so your mass increases. And it is actually what prevents you from going past the speed of, of light. You, your mass your mass increasing is what prevents you from going faster than the speed of light. Because if you look at um, if you look at the special theory of relativity, uh -huh. um, as you approach the speed of light, mm -hmm. your mass um, increases uh, exponentially, and you so can you never get, yeah you're just always too massive to just, go beyond. You, you get too massive to go the speed of light. That's I don't know my brain. I think my brain can't. It's been too much for my brain now. Right, um, but also what comes out of the equations with this the conservation of, of energy uh -huh. is E equals mc squared. E equals mc alcohol. Yes, indeed. Um, and so what Einstein said was you can't just have that kinetic velocity. You can't have that kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. There also has to be this rest mass energy. And so rest mass energy. Yeah, which is the mc squared part. Okay. Which is the the part that makes uh, atomic bombs go boom. Uh, that makes mm. stars shine. That all of that. Um, and so e, e, e equals mc squared is uniquely Einstein um, because of some of this stuff, like time dilation and length contraction, mm -hmm. uh, this was all kind of figured mm -hmm. out prior to Einstein. Mm -hmm. uh, but Einstein put it all together. Okay. And actually said and what was going nice on. Package out of it, he did. On top. He did. And um, yeah. out of the equations came E equals mc squared, which okay. is the most famous equation ever. I would think. Uh, yeah, That's I would, I would say probably ever. I mean, I remember one of them. Uh, I can remember uh, y equals mx plus b, uh, the equation for slope, um, and that's. And D equals MC squared. Yeah. And those are quite uh, those ones. Uh, Jack says all protons in the airplane have had have complementary cookies, so they're more massive. <laughs> and then my mom says can't pop my protons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but remember, this only applies to things that are moving in straight lines at constant velocity. Okay. okay, so no acceleration, no turn, no acceleration, no, no zigging, no no crazy maneuvers. Yeah, and. This is not the way the universe. No, the universe is a um, crazy wild place. It's yeah. extremely strange. What What are you? What, what is keeping you in the seat right now? Gravity. Yeah. Okay. So um, exactly, and so the universe is permeated with accelerations, and mm -hmm. so it you don't have. I mean, sure, you can use special relativity. Um, to, if I, so if I stand up, I'm accelerating myself. You're accelerating yourself up. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you can make with special relativity, you can make um, specialized calculations. But if you do want to actually really look at the whole universe as mm -hmm. um, the universe as a whole, or your existence, or mm -hmm. you know all that kind of stuff as a whole, you need to actually also include um, gravity acceleration. Um, okay. And so okay. Einstein 
uh, was largely ignored with special theory of relativity. Um, in some cases, he was ridiculed. It's because of his hair. It's because of his hair. <laughs> and the fact that he married his fucking cousin. Um, yeah, and so, um, yeah. And so did Rudy Giuliani. But one of them more important than the other. Einstein. I didn't know that. All right, anyway. So, he's, he's, he's not satisfied with special theory of relativity. He wants to he include... Wants more? Yeah, he wants to include accelerations. Okay, okay. And the journey to include accelerations was like an 11-year journey. So it's like it's like a, it's like the Lord of the Rings, the fellowship going <laughs> on their journey that took a long time. A long a lot longer than 3 3-hour movies. All right. And so it all begins for Einstein when he's sitting in his patent office and um and he's watching a window cleaner. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've watched window cleaners when, when I was in the office. Um, All right, well. And I've watched them. Look, and they're actually, it's kind of just mesmerizing just to kind of watch them. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of fun just hanging there. On right, the side let, of the let's see if you take it where Einstein took okay, it. Okay, I'm not going to take it where Einstein took it. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> <Is> Noggin? <laughs> so he's watching, he's watching the, uh, the, the window cleaner. Uh-huh. And okay. what he thinks about is, what if the guy falls off? Yes. Falls off the ladder. Right. And so he immediately makes him fall off. But what he does is... <laughs> okay, not in real life. <laughs> fall off. I like, fall off! Um, <laughs> now! I got physics to do! Um, no, but he put himself in this guy's falling. Um, all right, so... So he... He makes the guy fall off the ladder and he puts himself in that position and he thinks about what am I experiencing as I fall to my death? Normally, Uh, normal people think about, oh shit, this guy's going to hit the ground and he's going to die. Oh, 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 oh. But But if you're the guy falling though, you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Uh. But for Einstein, what he did was he put himself um, in the guy's shoes. Uh, very empathetic uh, of Einstein, I guess. Uh, but he also removed the Earth, so nobody's going to die in this. Oh, um, that's nice. Just take yeah. away the ground. Yeah. So he, uh, w- and so the guy is falling. Uh-huh. And, he, and what Einstein realized was that um, um, he is basically in free fall as he falls down. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the deceleration is due to the Earth, right? Right. So, that's um, going to decelerate you pretty quick. Yeah, and so watch, watching himself fall in this thought experiment, he realized that gravity and acceleration are the same thing. Now, for us, for us in the 21st century... Right, we now, have other forces that help well, us. But, but no, but we kind of take that for granted. We understand what that means. Mm-hmm. But in, um, you know, in 1906, whatever it was, we weren't sure that accelerations were actually different from gravitational accelerations. Oh, Um, okay. And so, um, so he was, he, that was his first idea that gravity and acceleration are the same thing. So here's a, here's a thought experiment for you. Um, All right. You are in... In a house with no windows. Uh, okay. 
So you're enclosed in this house, and okay. you have you have the bathroom scales on the floor, and you get on it. Okay. And it says whatever your weight is. All right. Um, okay. So you know that you're in a house. Mm-hmm. Gravity's pulling you down. It's causing that. What if you are, your house is in a rocket, you're in space, and you are accelerating up? Mm-hmm. You have no windows. You do not know you that if know you are in a rocket or if you are actually mm-hmm. on the Earth and the mm-hmm. Earth's mass is pulling you down. So is, is, it, um, um, is it due to the Earth pulling you down? Or is it due to the rocket accelerating up, the or an elevator going up, or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what it led to. That gravity and mm-hmm. acceleration really are the same thing, uh-huh. and it is called the principle of of equivalence in in oh, Einsteinian okay. speak. Okay. So, so Einstein in his thought experiment said that gravity and accelerations are the same thing, and I mean, the guy lived in his head. Well, clearly, all, yeah. all I did was think about weird shit. Well, I'm that window cleaner falling. Uh, 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 Jack said, uh, Ron said, the world's most murdery thought experiment, which, yeah. Uh, Jack says, with this level of morbid conversation, Schrodinger might actually have come back to life in his casket. Well, you never know until you open it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and Brandon has landed. That's really good. That's one great. <laughs> he's happy that... Uh, uh, that Earth's mass didn't bring him down faster than it did. Oh, I know, right? All right. Well, I'm glad you're on the ground safely. Okay, so let's go back. And, oh, and from this, uh-huh. um, Einstein was able to kind of figure out that um, really and truly what's going on, because he, he removed the Earth in this thought experiment. And um, from this, he was able to figure out that um, gravity really is the curvature of space-time and mm-hmm. not you meeting the, the ground of the Earth and the Earth pushing on you. Uh-huh. Um, and so gravity actually originates from the curvature of space-time. And that's why you see like um, these... Um, you know, like a bowling ball and on a trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all the marbles, of, like, run yeah. towards it and stuff. Yeah, and so um, he was able to come up with how uh, uh, this curvature of space-time actually makes time slow down um, with as well. So if you, if you have flat space, so there's flat no space. mass, then points A and B... <laughs> Um, light goes from A to B at 186,000 miles per second. Mm-hmm. Straight line. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, cool. But if you add add mass, it um, a... it deforms uh-huh. space-time, so it makes this gravitational well. Mm-hmm. Um, that distance from A to B is actually longer. Yeah. And the only way in which... Remember, it's like taking light, a detour a little bit. Well, I mean, it, it's going the straightest possible path mm-hmm. they can go from point A mm-hmm. to point B. Um, it's just that it is a curve. It's not a straight line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like in flat space, it is a curve. And that curve is longer. And the only way, remember, light has to go 186,000 yeah. miles per second. And so time has to slow down when you're near a more massive object to make the speed of light constant. 186,000 miles per second. Your brain's still there. Is it? I can't. <laughs> we won't know unless we open my head. 
That's true. <laughs> so, um, general theory of relativity comes out. Um, it took, uh, he actually I like the how you have the, like, like, oh, this is just general relativity. Like, we already had, we already had the special one. This is just general yeah, well, relativity. They, like, shouldn't, maybe they should have named it, like, extraordinary relativity. Yeah, well, you know, I, yes. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I, mean, um, I don't know. The <laughs> special, the special comes about that it is a special case. Um, oh, and okay. so, so Einstein in 1905, um, he was even saying, it, this is a special case. Um, okay, it is okay. the special case in which everything moves in straight lines and constant okay, velocities. Okay, 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 okay. All right. In other words, you're not going to see this shit in real life. Um, and so, uh, and so the general is where he actually brings in mm -hmm. the, the accelerations, the gravity, and it, it's more generalized. Yeah. Um, okay. look at the theory. And... Um, I forgot where I was going with this, but anyway, he comes out with the, oh, he, he had help, um, uh, Marcel Grossman. So he knew, he, Einstein knew that, holy shit, we're, we're talking about, um, geometry here. We're not talking about flat geometry, which what we are used to all the time when we do trigonometry and, you know. Yes, uh, when I do trigonometry, I'm. And when, when you calculate the circumference of a circle, um, this is all based on flat geometry. Mm -hmm. Euclidean geometry is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, but when you have geometry of like curves, it's called mm -hmm. Riemannian geometry. Riemannian. Yeah. Yeah. And so Riemann, Riemann. Um, and uh, he had a friend, Einstein had a friend called Marcel, his name was Marcel Grossman. Mm -hmm. And he had just come up with um, his PhD dissertation on the uh, mathematics of like curved surfaces and stuff like that. And so Marcel Grossman um, helped Einstein come up with the mathematics of general theory of relativity. Okay, so what do they do? They just sat in a room thinking together? Well, Einstein... Like, they're each I, in their own heads and then... <laughs> I, I, yeah, Einstein, um, he told Marcel what... That's Who's my special theory of relativity? <laughs> yeah. Einstein uh, told Marcel what's going on, and Marcel here's the tr here's here's the deal, man. Yeah. Here's what I figured out with all my daydreaming. Uh, but Marcel is the one who uh, mathematically Did formalized the math it. For him. Yeah, he formalized. Some, there's always somebody who does the math, like uh, Kebby Kebs. Yeah. You know, uh, doing the doing the math for sorry for Tycho. Yeah, um, and you, you know, know the thing is is. All right, so the math is the language of physics. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, is what you need um, to be able to make a prediction. All right. So basically, you always so, be a mathematician. So I can, I can say all day long, uh, Earth goes around the sun. Whatever. And, <laughs> and you know what? There, there might be some evidence um, that, that proves that. Uh -huh. You know? Uh, but you also kind of need to have that Newtonian formulation of gravity, mm -hmm. the, the laws of motion to actually mm -hmm. be able to predict. Oh, right, right. Say like, hey, yeah. here is when, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Venus, you can see it here yeah. at this such a so, time. So math is not just a way of formalizing something. Mm -hmm. It allows you to make predictions. Yes. Um, like, uh, for, um, which, uh, Uranus. 
being discovered via math rather than uh, actual Neptune. Uh, Neptune, which yep. I whatever. Nope, you one got of it. The, one of the you got it. Ones. Neptune was not uh, in, its, in its proper place. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't in its uh, proper place. And they're like, wait, but it should be here. <laughs> so out of general theory of relativity comes, you know, dot time dilation and all this kind of stuff. Basically, um, the closer you are um, to a uh, massive object, time moves slower for you. So for people on ISS, um, International Space Station, time is moving, time is moving a little bit faster, faster for, them. for them. Yeah. And so... But like by... Oh, it's, it doesn't even matter. Fractions. Like, it's not a fractions. noticeable... It is fractions They're not like, you know, of fractions like, you know, of fractions. Like a minute behind everybody. Yeah. Like, it's... it's <laughs> oh, I'm going to die it's, four it's years earlier. It's imperceivable, basically, to us. Unless yeah. you have an atomic clock. Check out our atomic clock episode. Yes. So, um, they actually measured time dilation with an atomic clock um, in the 1970s. They launched one, and they were able to say... the to show, A, time does slow down the faster you go, and also time is moving at a different rate than uh, the higher up you are above the surface. And you experience it every single day if you're using GPS. Um, those GPS teles um, telescopes, satellites, satellites is what they are, they have to use Einstein's general theory of relativity to uh, make um, to make the calculations as to where you are. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, uh, you would be off, what, six or seven miles mm -hmm. every day? Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, yeah, so general theory of relativity is what is responsible for, is what's going on underneath GPS um, and allows you to get from point A to point B and allows yeah. GPS to know exactly where you are in a weird kind of way. Um, there are some proofs with this, uh, with um, general theory of relativity. And this proofs meaning math. Um, observations. Observations. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, there is some evidence. Okay. Thank you. Evidence. Okay. 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 I um, just assumed you meant it in a math way because I was like, oh, he's being fancy math terms with proofs. Yeah. No, but that's, that's really good though, actually. Um, so one of the weird things about Mercury is that Mercury, when it orbits the sun, um, where it's most distant, um, point away from the sun called mm -hmm. aphelion. Mm -hmm. Aphelion? Aphelion. Yeah. I, I say aphelion. Yeah, it never aphelion. comes back to the exact same space, uh, place. It actually rotates forward a little bit ev with every single orbit. So it's an open orbit. It's not a closed orbit. And so it's like the entire ellipse that uh, Mercury is orbiting uh, around the sun. Mm -hmm. um, it actually rotates um, as Mercury oh, and Mercury. Yeah. And so Newton was never able to close that gap. He was never able to, with his the, um, his theory of gravity, explain why Mercury is Why Mercury is weird. Yeah. He's just a little oddball, a little yeah. rebel. Einstein turns his attention to Mercury. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Mercury. Watch out. Yeah. And out of his calculations precisely describes Mercury's orbit. Wow. And, you know, and, and, and I've said this before, um, and it came up in this video that I watched, but I've said it before, but there's a moment where you are the only oh, yeah, person about this. In, the, this. in the entire universe that knows. knows. 
exactly how the universe works. Yeah. At least with regards well, to this. Well, I wouldn't say the entire universe. Well, yes, but... But okay. as far as our own solar system goes, then yeah. You are the only person um, on Earth, mm -hmm. and most likely the only person in the history... I'm not saying that Einstein was the only one who thought of this. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, but knows. <laughs> no, he was probably the only one who thought of it. Yeah. But anyway, you're the only one. Okay, so... He knows. He, he releases this to the world. And, you know, it's met with, okay, this is kind of cool, whatever. <laughs> but right. where Einstein becomes a fucking rock star is he makes a prediction where if you see an eclipse, if you take a picture of an eclipse, mm -hmm. um, all right, so you know where an eclipse is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Six months before that, you take a picture of that same part of the sky and you you meticulously note where all the stars are. Mm -hmm. Come back to the eclipse. And um, what Einstein said was, as light comes through past these massive objects that are deforming space and time, mm -hmm. their position in the sky is going to be altered. Light changes its direction. Ah, it's, it's bending. It's bending. It gets bent. Gravitational lensing it gets bent mm -hmm. and you're able to make a prediction about the sun and how much it will bend a star uh, as stars light as the light goes around the sun or tries to go past the sun mm -hmm. and so what they did was um there's dude um dude. sir arthur Ed eddington um kind of big guy in astronomy world he yeah, um he took a picture of the sky um meticulously noted where the stars are and then um, at the eclipse, at the time of the eclipse, which was on May 29th of 1919, he goes down, just hanging out, the island of Principia, whatever it is, um, which is off the west coast of Africa, and he takes a picture of the eclipse. And a star. Actually, a few stars. They're visible, yeah, because the, the, the sun's light is being blocked by the moon. You can see these stars, but they're not in the right place. They're not... They're not in... The, not where he initially measured them as. He's not where they initially measured them. And it is precisely where Einstein said they would be. And Einstein becomes a fucking rust star. Nice. He becomes... Oh, oh God. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, you gotta, you gotta leave my hair alone. <laughs> I mean, I'm dead, for God's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, and he becomes a rock star. People just recognize him everywhere. He is a celebrity. And I thought only Brian Brian May was the only rock star astrophysicist yes. out there. Oh, well done. <laughs> Don't well done. Um, and so that's why I'm calling my drink uh, Einstein's Eclipse. And uh, it basically told the world that gravitation that the general theory of relativity describes the universe. It's now legit. it's legit. It's legit. It's legit. Every single, every single experiment with the special theory of relativity or the general theory of relativity has confirmed the, the theory of relativity. Mm -hmm. Has there's been nothing? There's been nothing that has been like, oh, Einstein was wrong. He's wrong. Everything. And where we know Einstein is wrong, um, we 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 know all about it, and um, it has to do with black holes. Um, all of the math, yeah, general theory of relativity, yeah, the general theory of relativity does break down at the center of black holes. The real rebels of the universe. 
universe. I know, they right? They don't give a fuck. It black bre- holes don't give a fuck. It breaks down at the center of the of the black hole, the singularity. Mm-hmm. Uh, any t- singularities in physics just means that the result is infinity, which we know is not a correct result. Um, and so we know where general theory rel- relativity breaks down. And it breaks down at that boundary between gravity and quantum mechanics. Ah, quantum. And so quantum mechanics and, and general theory of relativity don't talk to each other because they are different types of theories based on different things. Yeah. And so they need to be combined. And that's for the future. You got to really take a, a quantum leap to get there. Well done. Well done. This um, is what I'm here for, people. This is what I'm here for. So black holes <laughs> direct um, uh, straight out of um, general theory of relativity. Schwarzschild. Um, got the first solution of a black hole during World War One on, oh, on yeah, the tr- Eastern in, Front. In the trenches. In the trenches. Right? I mean, in what the else trenches. are you going to do in the trenches? You might as well figure out some science. Yeah, so he was able to figure it out, and then he and then he died a few months later. Um, but also gravitational waves predicted in 1916, discovered in, actually it was in 2015, but announced to the world in 2016. With LIGO, LIGO. Yeah, where these two black holes merged together. Um, and um, release three solar masses worth of energy in gravitational waves, um, which is E equals MC squared. Hey. Was, you know, you know it comes out of that. Um, one of the really cool thing about cool things about that was the peak power uh, output was fifty times the entire visible universe, which I did not know until I was doing a little bit of research. That was. That's- that's just that's, that melts my brain. That melts my brain. That's ah. So, one final thing with with regards to deforming space time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like matter just has to conform to whatever um, space time throws its mm-hmm. way. Um, a very famous astronomer named John Wheeler, um, in these in this very short sentence basically tells you all that you need to know about general theory. Here's your cheat sheet, everybody. Space-time tells matter how to move, and matter tells space-time how to curve. So they're they're very related to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you look at the equations, there's this beautiful symmetry between... There's this beautiful symmetry between um, how space-time... How space-time um, curves and how the matter moves um, with it, but the matter and the energy. John Wheeler was leaving off energy, but the energy and the matter combined deform space-time, and it's from this this simple this simple two ideas of the speed of light is constant for everybody, and that um, the laws of physics are the same for everybody. That you're able to get the Big Bang, mm-hmm. that uh, you're, you're able to make predictions about the Big Bang, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you are able to have GPS, that you can see stars not being in the, uh, in the right place, quote-unquote. And a good flip. example of gravitational lensing is uh, James Webb Space oh, Telescope's yes. deep field image. Yes. Uh, which, I mean, you can see in Hubble deep field, you can see some gravitational lensing, but... James Webb's image, you can really see the gravitational lensing. Like it's so like obvious oh, it is so it's just beautiful. a bending there. Yeah, and so I think in a hangover we'll get into 
um, this little twin paradox thing. Um, but um, twins don't trust them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen enough of them in Kaloa. It's just oh, England is just what a, what a, teeming. What a reference. Teeming with uh, twins. Uh, scary. So what, what was that movie we had? Twins. The Shining. The Shining with the twins in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then the elevator filled with the blood waterfall that comes up. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Here's Johnny. I mean, it's hard to get relativity down to 65 minutes. I know. But I tried. You did. Uh, I would like to uh, point out Ron's thing that he said as, as he tells his students, you are the most important person in your life. Even if you disagree with me, you are still the person who's deciding that. Yeah. And I like that, Ron. I like that. All right. And uh, my mom asked, how do black holes have some relation or speed of light or my what? mom's brain is melted as well. So right. how do black well, holes let's, let's have some relation to light? I don't, even, but I don't know what the question is. Okay. You refine your question, mom. Let your brain, let your brain recover a little bit. Uh, Cause this is a little bit melty. Um, yeah. Relativity. And you know, the thing is, um, yeah, I, Einstein did all this as a patent clerk. He did it. Basically, black holes, like, light Light cannot go fast enough to escape the gravity of a, of a black hole. I don't know if that answers your question, but... <laughs> right, yes. But... The event, right, yeah. We, we can get in there. Well, yeah. Um, but Einstein did all this while he was a patent clerk. And just thinking, he's, he's not... How bad of a job did he do as a patent clerk? Because he's just sitting there. He's supposed to be reviewing patents. And what's he doing? He's imagining window cleaners falling to their deaths and figuring out... Well, okay. <laughs> Space, time, and gravity and and weird shit. He's just sitting there daydreaming all day about just what ifs. But he... Okay, so he also went home and basically avoided his wife. Well, it's his cousin. I mean... No, no. The cousin was later. He oh. actually... He was married twice. All right. We'll get into the hangover. Anyway, yeah. All right. He thanks for joining us. He not... wasn't very personable. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Except for um, that one picture where he looks first. Sticks of all. his tongue out. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And um, this is the final episode of season three. Uh, join us again, uh, not in two weeks, but in four weeks, whatever date that is. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know either. But we're going to take a small little vacation from. A little break, uh, a little break, you know. And then uh, we'll come back to it, to mm-hmm. a topic to be. Discuss later. But keep an eye out for episodes of The Shot every other Wednesday. Uh, little shots of sciencey goodness down your tummy. In the meantime, join us for The Hangover. And we'll, uh, everybody have a great, uh, great four weeks. And um, we'll see you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Okay, you got to leave it alone. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. everybody. Bye.